Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another spooky special Halloween short scary story episode thing. Extravaganza. Extravaganza. Sorry, yes, extravaganza. Um, I'm Taylor. That's Kat. I'm currently in a blanket nest, as you all should be. Yes. And this is Square Mile of Murder. Uh, which I hope you knew because you clicked on it. So if you didn't know, what are you doing here? Also, welcome. Come on in. We're all mad here. Yes, <laughs> quite fucking clearly. So it's my turn to tell a, a story, a spooky situation. So I'm going to tell you the story of some of the spooky, scary haunty type things that supposedly happen at my high school, Loomis Chafee. That sounds posh. Well, it is. Was this prep school? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's why it's got a crazy name. Yes. Yes. So as as a bit of, of background, um, I was lucky enough to attend the Loomis Chafee School, which is a prestigious boarding uh, prep school in Windsor, Connecticut. Uh, the school is uh, it's reasonably well-known in in New England, in the area. Not as well-known as some of the other local schools, but, you know, kind of in the middle. Um, it's known for having very high academic standards and for sending students to the top universities around the world. So is this a bit like a Gilmore Girls situation? Yes, precisely that. What was the name of the school? Chilton. Chilton. I had Chilton in my head and then I was like, no, it's not that. I'm pretty sure that Chilton was modeled after Choate, which was another high school that I applied to. I think I got waitlisted at Choate. Or no, I didn't apply to Choate, but I interviewed there, but I didn't like it. It had a bad vibe. <laughs> not enough spooky goings on for you. Yes, not enough at all. Just the wrong, the wrong kind of bad vibe. Yes, exactly. It's like a mean student bad vibe not a spooky scary bad vibe <laughs> so uh a little background on the school itself Loomis Chafee was founded by a group of five siblings who had lost all of their children before those children reached the age of 21 that's bad parenting more like it was a bad time to be alive <laughs> Oh, uh, so they all died. They didn't just lose them in the supermarket. No, no, they all, they were dead. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Yes, I am sleep deprived and will make ridiculous comments throughout. <laughs> Welcome. As long as I'm not falling asleep in my nest. <laughs> so this family wanted to create a school to help educate uh, future generations of children, even though their children wouldn't be in those future generations it's a whole thing very like hammered home to us in you know every year at school <laughs> um so the loomis institute was founded in 1874 to sort of pilot a program to create this dream school and 40 years later in 1914 the school officially opened its doors and then various permutations like Boys' school, girls' school, split apart, came together, all kinds of stuff, basically. It's been a school since 1914. And in terms of my 
experience there. I wasn't a boarding student. I was a day student, and I drove to campus every day from my house instead of living in one of the dorms on campus. <laughs> but the majority of students were boarding students, and people came from all over the world. I find the concept of boarding school so weird. Like, obviously, I, I understand the concept, but the the idea of having kids to send them away for, yeah. you know, some of these kids are sent away for literally months at a time. They only see their parents at, like, Christmas and Easter. Some of them, you know, in some schools don't even go home for summer. Some don't even go home for Christmas and stuff. So yeah, I just find that concept so strange. I certainly don't understand it for kids younger than, like, high school age. I think that that's not helpful. Oh, yeah. And I never, I did not want to board anywhere. But, I don't know, some kids love it. Because you kind of create this very unique experience as a teenager and get mm. to basically live the, like, college dorm life at age 16, which is kind of fun. Um, is that a good thing, though? Probably not. There's a lot Thinking of... Thinking back to when we were 16, well, you every time I say things like this, you tell me you were a boring person, but, you know... I was. Thinking back to the majority of 16-year-olds. Yes. <laughs> Oh, no, there was a lot of uh, shenanigans happening in the dorms, that's for sure. Oh, is that what you call it? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> now, that's a whole nother story. That's for, like, I don't even know. That's Valentine's Day or something. Oh, dear. But, yes. So, I was not a boarding student, a boarder, as we called them. I was a day student, and I attended Loomis from 2006 to 2009. Yes, I'm old. That's okay. Yeah, I'm still younger than you, so I don't care. You win. I win. <laughs> Throughout my time at Loomis, I always heard sort of stories about strange things that would happen on campus. And of course, every year around Halloween, these stories would reach a fever pitch. Because, of course, why not? So... Let me take you through some of the strange things that students supposedly have witnessed on campus. So Founders Hall is the, or at least when I was there, I don't know about now, but it's the main humanities classroom building on campus. And it's more or less like the front door of the campus. It's where the main entrance is. It's where the headmasters and dean's offices are and stuff. So Founders Hall forms one end of the school's quad with uh, the dining hall at the opposite end of the rectangle and dormitory buildings lining each side. And today, like I said, Founders is full of classrooms and offices, but the building once housed a dormitory on the uh, third floor or second floor if you're British, but basically the top floor. <laughs> I like that you've learned to include the differentials <laughs> I know. between our flooring systems. Yes, the top floor is a good balance between those, I yeah. think. And so the third floor of Founders is actually where I used to take uh, voice lessons. So I spent a little, you know, time up there every week in high school. What are voice lessons? Like singing lessons. Oh, right. Yeah. I was just really confused. <laughs> Learn how to use my voice. <laughs> Clearly, they didn't take. Well, you know, it could have been like 
you know, like elocution. Oh. Elocu- learning to talk proper. <laughs> Not that kind of prep school. That was for that was for the Miss Porter's girls. We didn't do that shit at Loomis. <laughs> so yeah, so when I was there, it was all up on that floor offices and um music practice rooms with like so most of the practice rooms had like a piano inside that kind of thing but generally most of them would be empty um so there are rumors that when it was a dorm some students took their own lives and now their spirits haunt the third floor i mean that's just the worst why would you want to haunt a school like most kids can't wait to leave and you want to spend your whole life there eternity <laughs> you want to be in high school for well, your whole afterlife eternity yes i mean in our current climate it is preferable to being an adult but you know still not the best of choices so they say that the the building and particularly the third floor has a sort of unmistakably eerie feeling especially at night and if the lights are out it's impossible to see from one side of the main hallway to the other. Doors have been known to open and close on their own when nobody's around, except to see the doors open and close, I'm assuming. And people report hearing light footsteps like someone sneaking around the hallways. Some people have heard piano music coming from the third floor at night when the building is otherwise empty. Which is creepy and entertaining. Nah, it's just somebody nearby with like a boombox. Like, oh, this will really freak them out. I don't know. I think it's a ghost piano player. But yeah, so if there are spirits up there, from from all accounts, they seem to be pretty friendly ghosts, sort of in the in the Casper line of things. But on the not so friendly side of things, we have to talk about. The man in the tunnels. Nice. Okay, more tunnel stories. Okay, I'm into it. Yep. So, the Loomis tunnels were a poorly kept secret during my entire time on the island, which the campus is called the island because the school sits at the confluence of two rivers, and every spring the campus floods, often completely cutting it off from the rest of the town and the world, hence we call it the island like literally floods (laughs) (laughs) like we'd have school canceled because you couldn't get onto campus i mean that is as good a reason as any yes exactly it's like snow days oh well you can't get in so we're gonna have to cancel yeah see we had more flood days than snow days most years right think about today's kids right they're never gonna experience snow days because now there's like the whole they've moved to like online teaching that sucks <laughs> i'm so glad they didn't have that like when we were kids i know right but yes so floods the tunnels so students would always talk about the tunnels saying that there was an entire sort of extensive network of them running underneath the entire campus but teachers and staff would vehemently deny their existence and tell you not to go looking for them um because of course gotta ruin our fun right i always think that that's like such an obvious lie like oh they don't exist but don't go looking for them exactly just say they don't exist yeah right because if you say don't go looking for them to a bunch of teenagers what's gonna happen 
Yeah. And to a bunch of teenagers, the majority of whom are stuck on campus 99% of the time for nine months, they're going to go fucking looking for the tunnels. <laughs> yeah. You know, like if you're like a boarding student and you're there, like you don't go home at weekends, like you're there throughout the semester. Yeah. What do you do on a weekend? Like, can you go out unsupervised? Yeah, um, they would do different stuff. Like, so campus is right next to like the town of Windsor. So there's restaurants and grocery stores and but they'd also do like buses to the mall and to the movie theater and um, get like little day trips and stuff. I wasn't privy to most of those, but uh, so I so I heard from my boarding friends. You'd go into school on a Monday morning and I'd be like, well, this yes. happened on Saturday. And we went here and you'd be like, well, I had a fun weekend with my parents. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Who's the real winner? <laughs> so, yeah. So basically, everyone knew the tunnels were definitely real. Obviously, no one was fooling us. Um, the reasoning behind the tunnel's existence sort of would vary depending on who you asked. Some would say that the tunnels were built to provide shelter in the event of nuclear war, because why not? Yeah, cough. Some say the tunnels are there for shelter during like tornadoes and other natural disasters. Which don't typically affect the northeastern seaboard on the same level as they do like the southeast. No, correct. So... Whatever whatever they were built for, we all knew they existed. And we also all knew that you should never, ever, ever go into the tunnels at night. Uh, they say that some nights you can hear the sound of someone sprinting back and forth inside the tunnels underneath the ground. Which is creepy to me. So others say that there's a fog down there that consumes you if you walk too far into it. And uh, brave that sounds or more like a nucleus, like little cloud. Yes, that's <laughs> that's what happens if there is a nuclear attack there and is. It goes into the tunnel. <laughs> Fallout cloud. <laughs> um, now, some brave souls, if you could call them brave or maybe stupid, who have ventured into the tunnels alone at night were known to come out with scratches and bruises on their arms and chests despite not knowing how they got them. So is that like they have no recollection of being attacked or they don't know what attacked them? They don't have a recollection of being attacked. They just oh. show up on the other side of the tunnel with cuts and scrapes and stuff. Mm. But perhaps the creepiest of all is the rumor that you might see a tall, thin man with long, straight, greasy black hair, standing motionless at the end of one of the tunnels. He doesn't speak. Oh, so it's like a slender man situation. Mm-hmm. He doesn't speak. He doesn't move. He just stands there, staring vacantly into your soul. I don't have one. I'd be safe. <laughs> so, that was always the one that was like, I don't want to see that guy at night. Nope, 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 nope. But... For those teachers who would always tell us that the tunnels aren't real, I actually have firsthand experience that proves them wrong. Oh, dear. Without going into, like, 
too much inside baseball detail here. Each semester, every student had to do some sort of job on campus, like handing out trays in the dining hall, working in the library, tidying the gym or the art building, that sort of thing. Because we paid to go to school, but we were also free labor. Also, my favorite was if you got into like really deep trouble, um, you were given something that was called a level two, nobody knows why, and you were made to do manual labor around the grounds for a day instead of going to class. So like you'd see someone raking leaves while you were walking to class and it'd be like, oh, Joe got into really bad trouble if he's out there doing hard labor. I love that you call raking leaves hard labor. Very prep school of you. Well, you know, not hard labor, but like you knew. You saw someone out around, not in class, wearing their overalls. They were in trouble. (laughs) So, yes, we had to do these little jobs, which were called work jobs. And yes, that is redundant. I still don't know why it's called that. There's a, a whole language that went with going to this school that it took me about a year to learn. I swear to God, all the different terminology that these people made up. Weird. Yes. Weird, weird. But, so you had to do that like every term. But if you gave up two weeks of your summer doing a summer work job, you could avoid doing anything else during the rest of the school year, which seemed like a pretty good deal. So the summer before my senior year, I signed up to spend two weeks of my summer cleaning the whole campus from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day. Whoa. Makes so much sense now, right? Uh, No. But anyway. It was hard work, obviously, but it was also a lot of fun because I was there with some friends and classmates and you just like we got to go root around the dorm basements and, you know, you always heard people say, oh, so and so found an Xbox in one of the dorms doing summer work job and they got to keep it. We mostly just found trash, but like (laughs) it was that kind of thing. Were you all that rich that you could just leave an Xbox and nobody cared? I certainly wasn't, but I don't know if some other people were. So, yeah. So, basically cleaned a bunch. We're in and out of all the different buildings in the the school. Um, And one afternoon, our supervisor and her son, I think, like young preteen son, took us into one of the tunnels underneath a freshman dorm oh so the tunnel that i was in was well lit very small and surprisingly uninteresting (laughs) the the door to it was inside the basement of this dorm and it was more of like a utility tunnel for running like cables electricity you know internet stuff uh yeah in So more of like a clean cable tunnel instead of a creepy underground fallout shelter, creepy man housing kind of thing. But they do (laughs) exist. And I've been in them. So, yeah. Suck on that, teachers. Yeah. I mean, those kind of things exist under pretty much all old big buildings. There's some kind of underground capacity system. I do know. And I think there are other tunnels that are bigger like i think the the ones underneath the buildings are sort of the small like utility tunnels and then they open up to larger areas because the whole campus is kind of built 
on a hill as well, so you could go underneath it. So I'm guessing if the campus floods all the time, some of that is going to be like leading to storm drains and stuff. Probably, yeah. Get rid of all of the fucking water from the all of the snow mm. melting in all of New England down into these two fucking rivers every year. Yeah, but that's like that's why teachers should be telling you not to go fuck about in tunnels because you could drown. Yeah, not just like don't go looking for them because they're not real. They're not real. They're not haunted. Yeah, you know, of course kids are gonna go and look for them. But if you tell them like, okay, these tunnels exist, they're blocked off for a reason because you could die yeah more likely to work well that's that's like they always used to tell us every year don't go swimming in the floodwaters and what did everyone do they went swimming in the fucking floodwaters what time of year did it flood april like spring it was cold but you know yeah everyone knows you don't swim in floodwaters it's full of sewage yeah did nobody think to tell you it was full of sewage oh no they told us but the lacrosse team would still jump in every year anyway. Too many lacrosse balls to the head. So that's the tunnels and the floods. But I've saved my favorite spooky Loomis story for last. So I think this is the creepiest one. Okay. I am ready and comfortable. I'm in my nest. <laughs> this is my secondary nest. Yes. This is my small nest. You can have more than one. Yeah. Well, my microphone doesn't reach my other nest. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, obviously, because it's a boarding school, Loomis has a health center on campus where students can get like medication and basic sort of health checks. And there are beds in the health center uh, for students to stay overnight if they're really sick. So the story goes that a girl was staying in the health center one night with the flu. Uh, so when she went to sleep, she had a high fever and was feeling pretty horrible. She woke up in the middle of the night, at like 3 a.m., uh, very thirsty. And when she woke up, a young woman dressed in all white brought her a glass of water and waited by her bedside until she fell back asleep. Now... When she woke up again in the morning, she felt much better, and uh, she was discharged back to her dorm. Uh, as she was leaving, she uh, said to the nurse on duty, she said, hey, could you please thank that other uh, really kind nurse who had brought me water? But the on-duty nurse looked really confused and told the girl that she had been the only person working in the health center all night long. I mean, it was kind of obvious where that story was going, but you know. I mean, yes. So many people believe that the sort of mystery woman in white is actually the ghost of Mrs. Batchelder, who was the wife of one of the school's early headmasters who happened to die very young. Before she died, Mrs. Batchelder was known to be a very sort of sweet and caring woman and actually often spent her free time tending to students in the health center. So now they say that her ghost goes around and, and tends to the students and makes sure they're all okay at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not buying it. Well, I don't know. So. That girl. She had the flu. Yeah. She probably hallucinated. 
people don't realize how bad the flu is because you get a bad cold and you're like ah, i've got flu no you fucking don't you have a cold yes yeah lots of people don't realize how severe the flu actually is and that's why lots of people didn't take the pandemic seriously because they're like oh it's just like flu it's not that bad it's like no it's because you're calling a cold the flu flu sucks yeah oh no flus are like migraines if you're bitching about it on facebook you don't have it <laughs> Yeah, you're passed out if you have it. Yeah, if you have a migraine, you are curled up in a dark room under a, like under a pillow with, you know, painkillers and everything like that. If you have the flu, you, like you say, you're pretty much passed out. Hallucination is a side effect of having the flu, so I'm sorry, but I don't believe it. Well, I do. Because these buildings are so old and they're so, like, like, you know people have died in there. You know. People have died in every building you've ever been in in your life. Ew. Stop. No. Don't like it. How many ghosts have you seen in your apartment? Just me. I'm very pale. Yeah? You live in a tenement. I used to live in a tenement. Those buildings saw hell. Oh, I'm sure. Especially in, like, the the first half of the, the 20th century when they were essentially slums. Well, I know. I often think about how many families lived in my once you know a single apartment now like i think at least like nine probably lived in this space well your flat would have been split into at least i would say at least three dwellings two or three yeah i agree and the fact that we don't have a we have a shitty little kitchen to me says it was really split up because like some of the nicer tenements had a kitchen that was bigger and more normal size than ours. Yeah. Like, the last place I lived in Glasgow, that would have been split up into three because the bedroom was huge. So, I mean, that was weirdly laid out, but originally I would have said mine would have been into three at least. Yeah, well, I think that our cupboard... Which I've noticed is open. Are we scared of the closet monster this week? We're drying laundry and it wasn't getting enough air, so <laughs> it's, it's open. But that's definitely where someone's bed used to be, for sure. Yeah. Like, it's the right shape and size. Anyway, we digress as per usual, but... Um, the point I'm making is is people have died in, in virtually every building you've ever been in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's not an argument for ghosts. But the woman in white was just a flu hallucination. I don't know. I don't know. I, I know that I've seen online somewhere more stories about the health center, but I could not find them. And I have a shit memory, so I don't remember the details of them. But I think if, if any of these are legit, besides the tunnels existing, they definitely exist. But if any of this sort of spooky stuff is real, I would say the health center one is the, the most likely. No, I'm not buying it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so that's it. That's all I've got. <laughs> I mean, did you really expect me to not be skeptical, though? No. That, no. No. I expected that you would not believe any of these. But I believe. Well, I believe in the tunnels, obviously. Well, yes. Yeah. At some point, people probably will have slept in them, whether it be, like you say, during horrendous storm or if, even like when we talked about Cropsy. Yeah. People, you know, you know, homeless people will, may have at one time or another found shelter. Yeah. So that I believe I just don't I just don't believe in ghosts. <laughs> so with that, 
those are the the spooky stories that filled my my high school existence. Um, I'm sure there are more. If you so happened to go to Loomis Jaffe and you're listening to this and you know of any more details or if you went to another sort of similar school and have similar tales, do tell us because I'd love to hear them all. I always think it's so fun. And yeah, so these really weren't that frightening. I was going to say I hope we scared you, but I'm sure we didn't. Entertained entertained you and uh, yeah be sure to come back tomorrow for another creepy tale I-, I like that you took a different approach with this whereas i went on i've gone like full-on serial killers just with scary names and you've gone for like actual ghost stories i just like i don't know i i started to look at like you know crimes that happened on halloween or whatever and they're just so depressing <laughs> it's like i need to do something different <laughs> So, yes, that, that was your daily ghost story. Hope you enjoyed it. And it sets you off into the world with a, a spring in your step. <laughs> yeah. And uh, come back tomorrow when we will have more. Yes, more, more as ever. So uh, stay tuned, everyone. And thank you for listening to me ramble about uh, my teenage bullshit. I, I enjoyed it. I hope everyone else did as well. We will see you all tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye.